Welcome to r slash relationship advice, where OP discovers that her male roommate is stalking her. This is going to be long. I'm warning you. I'm angry. I'm frustrated and I'm shaking. I need to write it down and hear some advice. My sister is just so creepy towards my boyfriend. I can't take it anymore. She was really spoiled by my parents when she was young because she was their first child. She always wants everything, and when we were little, she always used to steal my toys and books and clothes, etc. I was never allowed to touch any of her things, but she constantly stole my stuff and was always rude to me. My mom, for some reason, has always preferred her over me, and thus, most of the time, I was told to let it go. Due to this, I have lots of resentment towards her and I don't really like her. I'm honestly sick of her behavior, and I just want some peace and quiet in my house. My mom called me two weeks ago pleading to let my sis stay with me because she doesn't have a job right now and she can't stay alone during quarantine. Both my parents are high risk. My mom has heart problems and my dad is asthmatic. So I thought I should let her stay with me and my boyfriend instead of letting her go to my parents in case she infects them. There's been a few cases where she is so I don't want to risk it. Now I'm honestly starting to regret it. Her behavior is creepy and strange and downright disgusting. First of all, she doesn't respect me at all. She's constantly ignoring me while having long talks with my boyfriend. She doesn't leave my boyfriend alone. She flirts with him and constantly tries to touch him by using cheap tricks. When we watch movies, she pushes me away and tries to snuggle with my boyfriend. She slaps his butt when he walks by and loudly tells him how he has a perky little butt. She also runs her fingers through his hair every day saying, Whoa, your hair is so soft. Or some garbage like that. What the F? These are all just excuses to touch him. She just needs a chance. Another thing she does is ask him if he has abs so she can touch his torso. Or say, Did you see this thing I lost? Maybe it's in your pocket. Let me see. And proceeded to pat his thighs. One time she wanted help with hooking her bra and she just effing walks out in her underwear. She came to our room and my boyfriend was in the bathroom. The logical thing to do is just effing ask me. I'm her sister. But what does she do? She just waits for my boyfriend and asks him instead even though I'm sitting right there. I think I looked very upset because my boyfriend just told her no and she went back to her room. She didn't try that again. That's not even all. My boyfriend and I can't even talk to each other without her interrupting us. She barges into our room with no warning. A few days ago, we were trying to passionately hug, and I don't know how the F she realized it and started banging on the door claiming to have a headache. I opened the door to ask her what was wrong. I told her I had pills for it, but she just said she doesn't trust me and she wanted to talk to my boyfriend instead. After disturbing us, she was suddenly completely fine and her headache disappeared miraculously. She just came into our bedroom and started talking to my boyfriend. We were literally half naked and there was no way she didn't know. This is driving me crazy. What does she want? Why is she like this? It's not like I didn't talk to her. I was so angry she interrupted us because she's been doing this since she came here. I was feeling horny and angry. I just told her to get out and that we needed some time alone. I don't want to go into details, but we had a small argument and she started crying. The thing is, she never accepts it. She's completely blind to what she's doing. She denies doing it and sheds tears, which ends up making me feel bad instead. My boyfriend is so uncomfortable by all of this. He just looks exhausted all the time. 
He's trying his best to be nice, but she's all over him all the time. He's usually very introverted, shy, and quiet. He's not very confrontational, and I know this is bothering him. When I talked to him about it, he just commented that it was a bad idea to invite her to stay here. He also said not to invite her ever again. I want to know why she's like this. How can I make her see what she's doing? I'm done dealing with her. I don't want to see her ever again, but she's my parents' favorite child, and no matter how hard I try, I can never escape her. Whenever I try to cut contacts with her, my mom calls me and begs me to forgive her. My mom doesn't want to see her daughters fighting with each other, and she always says how she wants us to be together forever. But I can't do this. How am I supposed to deal with this? Can someone please tell me? My mom is always taking my sister's side in everything, and it's always me who has to be the understanding and smart and older when I'm the younger one here. Please tell me I'm not overreacting. How do I make my mom and sister realize that I'm sick of dealing with this? Listen, alright, I got a little bit frustrated reading this because you are missing what's going on here. You're asking how can you make your sister realize what she's doing? She knows exactly what she's doing. OP, I want to grab you by your shoulders and shake you. Your sister knows what she's doing, she's doing it intentionally, and she's doing it just to piss you off. I don't know if it's because she's jealous that you're happy in a relationship and she's not, or if she's just a bad person and she's bored and the way she entertains herself is by tormenting you. But in any event, she is intentionally and systematically trying to destroy your life and you have to stop it. And this BS about your mom always calling you and telling you to forgive her, no. It's not your responsibility to forgive your sister's terrible behavior. It's your sister's responsibility to correct that behavior. What you need to do is kick your sister out of your house and set clear boundaries. Otherwise, your sister's not going to stop anytime soon. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway Love My Gay Son. My boy is 20 years old. He's absolutely my pride and joy, and there's nothing he could do that would ever make me love him less. For the first half of his life, I regrettably wasn't involved very much. His mother and I parted ways when he was just a few months old, and at the time, I was struggling with a heroin addiction and was absolutely not as present in his life as I should have been. Nor was I suited to fatherhood at all. I saw him, at most, two to three times a year for the first 12 years of his life. I won't discuss details because that's his private story to tell, but when he was 12, he revealed to me that he was being badly mistreated at the hands of his mother and her boyfriend. Despite not being the best father at the time, I didn't want my boy suffering anymore, so I got myself cleaned up and sorted out in order to get full custody of him. I've effectively been a single and sober father ever since, and he has little to no contact with his mother. He's everything a man could want his son to be. He's uniquely kind and fiercely loyal. He's unflinchingly brave. He's incredibly generous, and despite the horrors he suffered as a child, he's unfailingly positive and sunny to the last. Somehow, I, of all people, was bestowed with the honor of watching him grow from a sweet young boy to the greatest man I've ever known. I cannot stress enough my pride in him. When he was 18, he got accepted into a top-ranking university on the other side of the country. I was sad to see him go, but simultaneously overjoyed that he got into his first choice and was starting a new chapter in his life. He comes home once every other month, and on the months he doesn't come home, I go visit him. He's doing well in university, has made lots of friends, and seems incredibly happy there, which I'm obviously chuffed about. Since his second year, he's lived with his friend in a flat off campus. 
I've strongly suspected since his early teens that my son is gay, and I now more or less have confirmation that this is true and that his friend is actually his boyfriend. So for this COVID-19 quarantine, my son decided he'd rather come home and quarantine at mine than stay at his university flat. His friend, however, would be left alone if my son came back, as he's a Canadian and his family are back over there. And I gather he doesn't have the best relationship with him anyway. He asked if I would be okay if his friend tagged along to my house, and I said of course, no problem. They've been back at mine for about six weeks now. They think they're being subtle, I know, but I've caught them doing coupley things on several occasions now. The friend has slipped up a couple of times and called my son babe and sweetie in front of me, which I pretend not to notice for the sake of saving embarrassment. There have been nights where we'll be watching a film with the lights off, and thinking I can't see, my son will have his arm around the friend. One day, I walked into the lounge, and I'm positive they'd just been kissing and were trying to cover it, though I admit I had no confirmation on that one. The most solid evidence, however, came a few mornings ago. I get up very early to go for runs in the morning. As far as I was told, my son was sleeping in his childhood room and his friend was in the guest room. I don't know what possessed me to do so, but on Tuesday morning, I cracked my son's door open to check on him like I used to when he was a kid. Lo and behold, they're both asleep, snuggled up together in my son's bed. That's more or less solidified for me that they're together. I didn't say anything, just shut the door and went for my run, and I haven't mentioned it to them yet. What I want is advice on this. How do I let my son and his boyfriend know that I'm okay with them being a couple, and they don't have to feel like they have to sneak around in my house? I want them to be comfortable here, and I want them to know I support them both no matter what. Or is that not a good idea? Am I better off leaving it alone and waiting until they tell me themselves if they ever do? I obviously don't want to force either of them out of the closet. But at the same time, I hate feeling as if they feel like they're being forced into the closet in my house. What's my best course of action here? So OP, first off, I really don't think you have anything to worry about. The amount of care and love that shines through in your post makes it clear that you will not bungle this. But that being said, I'm a really big fan of Mama Bear Jam's response down in the comments. My mom sent me a text that said, You never have to admit anything to me that you're not comfortable with. But if Jasmine was ever more than a friend, I'd want to make sure she knows she was loved here too. I think that's a great approach. And sending it as a text gives your son a chance to digest the information on his own and figure out how he wants to move forward. It's open, accepting, and low pressure. Honestly, I think it's the perfect way to handle it. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway. I'm a 25-year-old female and my roommate is a 34-year-old male. I moved to a new town last year, only knew one person, stayed with her for a bit until I found a house to rent, but I needed a roommate. She introduced me to a guy she worked with who also needed a roommate because he just got a divorce. I met him first, didn't get weird vibes, seemed nice enough. About six months ago, he made the suggestion to be friends with benefits and I made the stupid mistake of agreeing. We both didn't want a relationship. Everything was fine, until he started getting weird and staying up until I got home, questioning me about where I'd been and who I was around. I then ended the hooking up, told him I didn't think it was like that, and he got mad. Everything was fine for a bit, until yesterday. I live in a pretty rural area where most businesses are small and family-owned. Since not a lot of people are getting out, I decided to go ahead and get some new tires and support a mechanic shop I go to, since I doubt they're getting regular business at the moment. I'm there waiting when the guy comes over and tells me he wants to show me something. I'm like, okay? We go over to my car and he bends down and points under at a black box. 
He asks me if I know what that is, and he tells me it's a GPS. It took me a second to understand the implications of a GPS being under my car. I was like, so someone put it there? It's clear I have no idea why it's there, and he actually got concerned and told me if I didn't know, I needed to find out. I feel so creeped out because I have no friends here. The friend I knew moved away. I only know some people at work, but we're not friends and it's been hard to meet people. There's no other way a GPS would be on my car unless my roommate put it there. Now I'm freaked out in a way I've never been before and I can't move out. I'm scared to ask him about it. I have no one to stay with, no family here. What do I do? Do I just ask him about it outright? I left the GPS there because I don't want him to know I know at the moment. What do I do? OP, if he's got a GPS on your car, then I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a hidden camera somewhere in the house, especially your bedroom or bathroom. You need to do a CIA-style sweep of every room of your house. Start planning your exit immediately and document everything. And no, I would not confront him about this. Definitely not until you're out of the house, and then I would go to the cops first. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. My friend and I have a YouTube channel together. People think I'm the ugly one. We're both over 18. Our channel has just under 10,000 subs. I'm calling my friend Sarah, which isn't a real name. I'm being purposely vague. I always knew that I wasn't the pretty one. We've been friends since we were really young, and I've seen her go from awkward kid to really, really pretty. In school, people always asked her out, and they do extra stuff for her that she never seemed to notice. I used to be jealous, but we've talked about how I felt back then, and I have a boyfriend who makes me feel beautiful now, etc., and I thought I was over it. Recently, since we gained more subscribers, people have been making comments about how sad it must be to be the ugly one. Some of them say my name, but most of them talk about my features that make it obvious that they're talking about me. I've even had some people privately messaging me to suggest plastic surgery. It's hurting my relationship with Sarah. I know she's prettier than me, but until this, it wasn't really a problem anymore. Being compared to her constantly is hurtful. She suggested that we make both of our Instagrams private and make a joint public one so that we can better control the new hatred towards me. I'm worried that'll just bring up questions and I'll have to explain that I'm so hurt by people saying this stuff and it's damaging my friendship so much that we've had to be private. She even suggested that if it gets too bad, we should phase out the channel because it isn't worth becoming bitter towards each other because of YouTube. I just want to know how to feel better about being friends with her. Sarah has never made me feel ugly. It's always been other people. She's the kindest person I know, and it makes me even more annoyed because I know she doesn't have any control over this more than I do. OP, I'm actually in a unique position where I think I can give you some useful advice on this. I've got a YouTube channel with 1.5 million subscribers, and before this, I had two other YouTube channels that each had something like 300 to 500,000 subscribers. Believe me when I say that I completely understand what you're talking about when you say that these negative comments start to get to you. I've had thousands and thousands of critical comments written about me over all of my videos. And I don't know if this is helpful, but to me, they eventually just kind of stop affecting you. I know this advice is kind of lame because it's really passive and I'm just saying tough it out now and eventually it'll stop bothering you, but in my experience, that tends to be the case with most influencers. I've talked to lots of other YouTubers before, and it tends to be the case that when YouTubers start out, they get really bummed out by all the criticism. 
but as your channel grows and as you improve, two things happen. The first thing that happens is that you get so used to reading so many comments, both positive and negative, that they start to have less and less of an impact on you. One strategy I use is to just focus on the positive comments. I mean, there's always going to be hate messages, so instead, just focus on the compliments instead. The second thing that happens is that as you get bigger and bigger and your audience becomes more and more of a fan of you, then you'll get defenders. Obviously, there are exceptions to this, but it tends to be the case that the bigger a YouTuber is, the more positive their comments are. I get it. You're in a really rough spot now where people are pretty negative, but I can guarantee you that if you tough it out and grow your channel, then your comments will become more positive. And eventually, all those hateful comments will just become background noise. That was our slash relationship advice, and if you like this video, then please let me know by hitting that like button because it really helps my channel grow.